squeeze hit. A walk-off hit by pitch. Hayes scores, and he'll have to help Mateo, who got absolutely drilled to first. The Orioles with a crazy walk-off win, and they're going to help Mateo down the baseline. All he needs to do is touch first to seal the deal. He will hobble his way there. There's your Kurt Gibson moment. A Gatorade bath after a walk-off hit by pitch. The Orioles win it. One in the ninth. And a beautiful, painful ending in the 10th. This is BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. With Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe G joined today by J-Rod, Jim Rodriguez, and Cody Decker. we got a lot to dive into. We'll dive back into our memories of Hank Goldberg, pay tribute to him in about 20 minutes. Uh, about 40 minutes from now, we'll talk about the MLB trade market. Who could move? Which players we could see landing in different spots? And how much it will impact some of these races we just touched on? But let's dive into today's card. we got... I mean, this is a fun card here we got for today. The return of Max Scherzer, we could start there. Mariners-Padres tonight is a fun game. Um, Yankees back in Pittsburgh where they seem to steal all their players and turn them into great players like um, Clay Holmes, who's their closer now. So we got a lot to get to. The Orioles keep winning games. Let's start Max Scherzer, though, guys. We've been waiting, what, about seven weeks since Scherzer went out. Cody, uh, Scherzer is one of the all-timers, and – it's always interesting when, when certain players get hurt, you wonder like, all right, what's he going to look like when he gets back? If Max Scherzer feels healthy, I imagine he'll pitch like Max Scherzer tonight, right? It was an oblique injury. It wasn't an arm. It wasn't a shoulder. It wasn't an elbow. If he's healed, I have no reason to believe he's not going to be Max Scherzer like the minute he steps on the mound. Uh, I'm taking every Max Scherzer prop available to me. In fact, there's barely any value on his strikeout prop tonight at over six and a half or minus 160. Yeah, I'm taking it. I think he's going to K-10 today. I'm going to take the Mets on the on the run line, unquestionably. This team is going to go off with Max Scherzer. Uh, the only problem I have with how they've handled Max Scherzer is only because he's Max Scherzer, he doesn't need a rehab stint. Put him back in the big leagues. Him throwing to big league hitters is a rehab stint. I only think that about four guys or five guys in baseball history. Barry Bonds, when Barry Bonds got hurt, he didn't need rehab stints. All the pitching in Major League Baseball was his rehab, and that's how I feel about Max Scherzer. I'm just blown away excited to watch this guy pitch tonight. I'm 35, year old, five, 35 years old and an ex-Major League Baseball player, <laughs> and I am excited like a four-year-old to watch Max Scherzer pitch tonight. Well, you know, you could call pick against the Reds a rehab start as well so it, it 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 helps you know minus 200 the, the money line today I'm taking that too for the Mets yeah it's I mean it's great I mean the only thing is it's an oblique and 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 as you know Cody it, it's one thing to get over a physical injury it's another thing up here and uh, it, to have it mentally say okay I'm good I'm ready I'm gonna let it fly and and that's always to me the 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 concern and and, and as, as a player how do you get over that stuff i mean you you got to trust yourself you got to trust your body and the staff because it's an oblique it's not an arm uh, as someone that has pulled my in fact i pulled my oblique only one time in my life and i did it with the mets organization it's always <laughs> them it's always the mets um yeah i i pulled my oblique with the mets with two weeks left i've never pulled an oblique before in case you guys don't know about you know the the damage of an oblique 
even if it's minor, and I mean minor, the easiest oblique injuries, it is about as excruciating of pain as you can possibly get. Say you sneeze one time, going to the bathroom, and I mean any way of going to the bathroom, everything is used for your obliques. Breathing, if you breathe in too heavy, it's like you're getting stabbed. So pulling your oblique is a really, really really painful injury, mainly because everything in baseball is so rotational from your trunk that every single movement affects your oblique. So when I pulled my oblique, I rehabbed the living hell out of it. And they even give me the, they gave me the full on thing. Like, listen, this could take three weeks or three months. It just depends on how your body reacts to the treatment. And we worked on the treatment. I spent four hours in there and every single day, I ended up getting back on the field in about three weeks. But I was one of the very, very, very lucky ones because this could be a thing that lingers for months at a time. We saw his rehab stints. He went out there and he absolutely dominated. Max Scherzer knows he's good to go. For me, all it took was about three swings. I hit in the cage. I could still feel it. And I went out in the field when I took PP and I took a full swing and didn't feel it. I knew I was good to go. Max Scherzer probably went out there and threw out a full inning and felt nothing and said, dude, I don't belong in Binghamton anymore. And trust me, as someone that's played in Binghamton, get his ass out of Binghamton. He belongs in the over in Queens where he belongs, baby. Let's go. But the seven grand that he spent uh, for 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 all, for, his, for his teammates with with food and filet mignons and lobster for the post game and AirPods, they're gonna miss him. <laughs> Dude, I played eleven years of professional baseball. I had plenty of good meals from rehabbing guys. No one bought me any AirPods. Where the hell was Max Scherzer and with on the Padres? I had no but I, I got Chick Fil A occasionally, maybe Texas Roadhouse if someone was feeling really Gordon good. Gordon bought a bus. You know what he would he went down there. Yeah, I, I got I got Chick Fil A, and I'm not against it. I enjoy Chick Fil A. But at the end of the day, he was buying these guys filet mignon. Car Carlos Quinton bought us all steaks one night. But Carlos Quinton bought us high-end steaks one night. He, he, he did the very best of anybody. But AirPods, man, why didn't I get to play with Max Scherzer? Yeah, you needed a guy that, is three, that had $300 million in the bank when he ended up in Binghamton or wherever. Yeah, that Quinton, by the way, is a good hitter before he had injuries. Carlos Quinton could yes, break. he was. He could hit. All right, let's, let's go through some of the other games. And what, what stands out to you guys tonight? J-Rod? What game you got, well, Circle? You said you, I mean, you, said you might go to that homer, Marlins? Not to be a homer, but down here in Miami, we got Angels, Marlins, a little interleague, Noah Syndergaard, and then the Cy Young Award winner, in my opinion, Sandy Alcantara. I mean, I, I like Sandy. And what, what Sandy's such a throwback. I'm pitching. I'm going nine innings. I think partially because he doesn't trust his, the bullpen, doesn't trust anybody. Because I was at a game against the Giants this year where he walked he, – he, he pitched a complete game. He was leading four to one in the ninth inning. And the Marlins in that game dropped a fly ball, dropped a pop up all of the ninth inning. And he ended up winning four to three. And I looked at my son and I said, this is why he will never let anybody take the ball from him because he, his team is a mess. But I love Sandy. He is feeling it right now. And, you know, if we get any kind of Noah Syndergaard, this could be a great pitching matchup. I'm digging the under on this game. Nine and a half is what I saw. Oh, that's an easy under if that's the number. Yeah, I mean, that with those two pitching, uh, well, especially just the, this, the Sandy side of it. I, I loved it last week, Cody, when when um, when they were in St. Louis and Mattingly went to the mound to try to take Sandy out of the game. Just pointed him, like, just get back to the dugout. Do, do not do not come out here. <laughs> well, Sandy saw what, what, what Donnie Baseball took the ball out of Pablo Lopez's right. hand a week earlier. And by the way, you want another guy that we're not talking enough about, Pablo Lopez over yeah. there in Miami. Well, the way I look at Miami, by the way, I know we're talking a lot about this team, but they are exciting to watch. Yeah. I'm just waiting for Rodgers to get back to form because if Rodgers gets back to form, Miami has arguably, and I mean this, 
arguably the very best three-headed monster pitching staff in Major League Baseball. And by the way, the Mets have DeGrom and Scherzer. Yeah, yeah. So that's just tell you that. something. By the way, you, you did ask me about another game that I'm excited about. A game on paper that I shouldn't be excited about is the Brewers-Cubs. Here's why I'm excited. There is so much on the board to make money in this game, specifically on the Brewers' side. Now, Kyle Hendricks, he's not a slouch pitcher. He's been a good pitcher throughout his career, but he's not having the best year of his career. I can't stress this enough. Milwaukee absolutely owns this guy. Let's go through the list. Colton Wong, he's got 61 at-bats. He's hitting 654 against him. Christian Yelich, he's hitting 233, but he's got two homers, and he's got also like another 15 RBIs. Uh, Andrew McCutcheon, he's hitting 250 and 36 at-bats with a homer. Uh, Jace Peterson, he's hitting 421 with two homers. This team absolutely rakes Kyle Hendricks. I'm taking the over in this game. I'm also going to be taking the Brewers on the run line. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at taking a Christian Yelich on an over one-and-a-half total bases today. Ooh, I like that one. Yes, and the Brewers need these games against the Cubs. It's uh, I'm seeing Brewers what? What are we looking at? Minus 134 with Jason Alexander on the mound tonight. Guys, what I'm looking at late tonight, Dodgers-Rockies. It's amazing the Dodgers, like, they're always such big favorites. If you bet the money line, you can't make any money, right? They're minus 250 tonight. But they have a crazy amount of their games this year. When they win, they win by two runs. Like, it actually it makes more sense with this team to just take the run line. So, minus one, one and a half runs tonight with the Dodgers is minus 118. I, I normally hate the run line. It's like, you know, you're winning 5-3. Your team gets a run in the eighth inning. You still win the game, and it's like, now you lost a stupid bet. But with the Dodgers, J-Rod, I feel like the run line is the only way to play them because they're just – you can't lay minus 250. Joe Osborne, who appeared on this show with us from Vegas Insider, he gave the stat, and I've been following it since then. The Dodgers have 50 wins. 45 of the 50 wins have covered whatever the run line has been. 45 of the 50. Go Dodgers minus one and a half. I mean, 45 out of 50, I mean, that's ridiculous. That's 90% of their wins are by yeah. two runs or more. When they yeah. win, they win. Yeah, same thing last night, five to three. I. I will disagree with you on one thing. I love the run line. I'm a big run line guy. It's just about any game. And honestly, I don't usually care. Dep more or less, I check on the pitching matchups right. when I check the run line. But for instance, the run line hits more than the money line ever hits. And when I say that, I mean, there are not a lot of one-run ball games in Major League Baseball. Let's just use yesterday as an example. 14 games yesterday, the run line hit in 11 of them. Wow. That's, that's a good that's a good number. 11 out of uh, 14 yesterday. Um, all right, let's go to this game I think is interesting tonight. We talked, I think it was during a break, how much we like what the Orioles are doing long-term, building something. Same thing with the Pittsburgh Pirates. Yankees-Pirates tonight. It's Tyon Quintana. Quintana's been good. I, I think he's a yes, trade piece for someone that, because that that's the kind of guy that the Pirates should move at the deadline. So you're getting plus 172 on the Pirates. You're getting minus 205 on the Yankees. And I just love this because – there's a trade match potentially here between these two teams, Cody, with Brian Reynolds maybe at the deadline. But like, think about that Yankees roster. There's all these ex-Pirates running around. Tyon tonight, Garrett Cole, Clay Holmes. It's like the Yankees take the Pirates guys that they couldn't figure out how to make great, and they make them great in New York. This is a fun matchup tonight. I don't I don't know if I'm laying minus 205 with the Yankees because Quintana's been good. He has but I am I am liking them on the run line. Again, it's minus 120 mm -hmm. on the run line for the Yankees. I love the Pirates. I'm a Pirates fan now. I can't stop watching this team. It doesn't mean they're good. 
it means they're fun to watch. And I will watch O'Neill Cruz eat a bowl yeah. of cereal and I will pay money to do it. Um, but yeah, the Yankees are going to dominate this game. In fact, if you really want to get fancy, tie on on the mill. Take a look. Take a look uh, at the alternate run line. Probably two and a half runs. They're going to win this game by five runs. Well, what about looking at value under eight and a half runs? It's even money. Excuse me. I, 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 can't, I have so much trouble looking at unders with the name Yankees attached yeah, to the ball yeah. game. It just seems like every and here's the thing. Every time I take an over with the Yankees, they always end up winning two to one in that ball game. So whatever reason, I just need to stay away from Yankees over unders. Let me give you one, guys. This year, uh, Yankees, whenever they give Aaron Judge a rest, like they give him a day off. I think he's hit a home run like 75. I think they gave him four or five days off. Almost every time afterwards, he's hit a home run. He had off yesterday. The whole team had off yesterday. It was a day off for them. Aaron Judge against a lefty today. It's plus 250. Um, look, you want better value on a home run prop, but Judge against Quintana feels like one that could happen. So keep, we'll keep that in mind for later on. Uh, I know Paul was thinking something with the Orioles. Orioles-Rangers today. The Orioles are another team. They said their first winning month since, well, I think, 2017. They get to face Spencer Howard, former uh, Phillies farmhand, who's been in the minors for the uh, the Rangers this, most of the season. I like the Orioles today, Paul. A slight favorite tonight, which I haven't seen the Orioles as a favorite in a long time. What minus one hundred two? I saw. Yeah, I was. Uh, I see didn't even split on one ten each side earlier this morning. I'm gonna play it. I'm gonna play the Orioles team total, uh, which I saw over four and a half at minus one hundred six. So that's. I mean. Spencer Howard, he's pitched three games this year. He hasn't pitched since April. Looking like at his game log, like I, I had him. I was keyed on whoever was playing him for those first three games, and then all of a sudden he was on the IL or whatever. So I guess he's back out there. I mean, again, with the way the Orioles have been hitting, I'll be looking to play some total bases props. Maybe dabble with Cody's favorite young guy as well. Um, but yeah, I'll be looking to play the Orioles a couple different ways in this one. It might be an Adley Rushman home run prop day. Cody, what do you think about Adley Rushman here? So, obviously, I, tremendous I young fine. talent. Tremendous young talent. But you think it's too much too soon, like the hype train? I, I, I don't know. In two months, he has three home runs and nine RBIs, and he's hitting 200, and he's somehow ranked eighth in Major League Baseball <laughs> as the best power hitter in the game. I don't know. Michael Payne uh, – uh, Michael uh, – why am I forgetting? Michael Perez over in Pittsburgh hit six home runs in two days, doubling his career total, and he's not on the list. He's ahead of Freddie Freeman on the list. My problem isn't that he Radley Rushman's in the big leagues. My problem is they're trying to make fetch a thing. Stop trying to make fetch a thing. It's not a thing. It's never going to be a thing. He's going to be perfectly fine. Stop trying to force him on me. Better you question. You think that was somebody's last day at the office, and they said, watch this. I'm going to put this guy here. And see <laughs> <laughs> Cody, better question. What are your thoughts on Cabrian Hayes? Big Cabrian Hayes him. show over here. I love him. See? I absolutely love I him. It. How can you not yeah. love Cabrian Hayes? Who doesn't there like Cabrian Hayes? No, no, Cabrian Hayes is a really good player. But Paul just bets him every day for home run props. The guy that's in a home run. That hasn't been working out. So warning track power, <laughs> wall power. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't be I wouldn't place home run props on him, but I do like him. Yeah. <laughs> now, he's good. I, I I was going to say he's going to win a bunch of gold gloves, but he also plays in the same league as Arenado and Machado, so he's going to have to wait his turn on those. But he, he he's good. Yeah, he can feel his position. There's no question. Our fun baseball slate will hit more home run props. Our pick's coming up in a little bit. On the other side, we'll continue to honor Hammer and Hank Goldberg, our favorite sports gambling OGs. More on Hammer and Hank coming up next right here on the Beck UL Network.
You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Joe Ostrowski, Joe Julio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL.